Hello, everyone. Welcome to my very first episode of Dig Deep with Coach B. I'm your host, Brandon Fravel. Most people call me Coach. Most people call me B. Either way, I am a wonderful, funny dude that decided to start his own podcast, um, even though I got one with my buddy Keith called Cool Down Combos. And I felt like it was time for me to kind of do a little spinoff of what we kind of talk about in you know, that podcast itself. Um, most of it's running related and or um, spirituality. But since um, I've been wanting to start a podcast for so long, I decided to actually start one that kind of dwells in um, the metaphysics, uh, life, coaching, running, all that wonderful stuff. And I felt like it was time for me to actually really dig deep um, within myself, but also within other people that will be on this podcast. And I feel like this episode would be more about um, who I am, what I do, and um, what life is all about. So let me kind of start here. So my name is Brandon, Brandon Fravel. I actually live in a smaller city in Ventura County called Camarillo. And I am a runner, a coach, a healer, and um, just a husband and a dog dad. And so my my whole theme of this podcast is really just to dig deep within you know myself kind of share my thoughts of everything that's going on um my journey within my running and maybe get to know some other people that are going through the same thing as me so you know most people don't really know me as a healer and when i talk about healing i actually talk about like energy healing and I went to school for at least a good year to two years of taking multiple classes, learning how to do like Reiki, learning how to balance your chakras, all that wonderful stuff. I know some of you may not expect that from me, but um, people that do know me know me as someone that's very spiritual, that has a lot of belief systems and loves to just give advice about anything. And, um, And I thought this podcast would be good for that to kind of share who I am, truly who I am, um, other than a runner and a coach. And so, um, yes, I am a healer. I do that on the side. I love working with clients. I love helping clients. I love helping people figure out their ways, which, you know, some of my friends could kind of talk about that, but, um, that'll probably be later down the road and some other episodes, but, um, I just love helping people with their life it's kind of like being a life coach in some sense and so energetically you know we carry a lot of different emotions and things like that which can kind of you know kind of make your life either great or bad depending how you see it and so when i do a lot of this healing sessions with people i kind of clear that energy out so they can have more of a an awakening to what they feel like they need to work on and what's like the next step in their life, the next chapter, I guess we'll say. And then other than that, I am a coach. I became a coach um, maybe give or take almost four to five years ago, a running coach. I um, quit my corporate job. It was time for me to figure out what I wanted to do with myself um, career-wise. And, you know, in 2018, I had a mental breakdown And it was very hard for me to kind of quit that job because, you know, as a person that, you know, always has a lot of trauma with a lot of things in life, it was hard for me to like let go of something that was good at that time. But I had to make that decision to do what I really love doing, which um, is training, of course, personal training and helping out people achieve their goals through running or through fitness. And it was great to finally let go of what was stopping me. And so I've been coaching runners for the last five years, four to five years, and it's been great. I've helped a lot of people along their way of um, achieving their goals, helping them reach PRs, um, just kind of giving them more of a different perspective with their training other than the typical stuff that you see. We always think it's more of a physical aspect of it. So you know, when you think about the physical, there's more 
there's more to your running and goals and all that kind of stuff. So I think I kind of dig deep within themselves, my clients to look at it from another perspective, which is the spirituality concept of everything. And so, um, that's what I do with my coaching. My wife and I started a spiritual business, um, called run free running club. It's a running club. It's a personal training. It's a mindset training, um, run coaching. We kind of help clients just kind of go beyond the mind, um, the physical aspect of everything and really kind of hone down what's really stopping them from achieving greatness. And so that's one other aspect of something I do. And I'm also a runner. I run pretty much every distance in some sense. I haven't done a hundred K yet or a hundred miler or anything above that, but that is on the table for next year. And I can't wait to share that with you and share my journey with that. So I've been running for the last, I would say, give or take maybe mid twenties. So like we'll just say 15 years at least. And I've been running ultra marathons for the last six to seven years, going on seven years. And it's something new to me still. Um, I'm still figuring everything out with, um, with that. And, um, it's been great. You know, some years are good and some years are not, but I know that I actually have a limiting belief with, within myself and, and running long distance. So that's something I'm very working on right now. And that's something that, um, I'll be sharing with you, of course. But um, other than that, you know, this is just my first episode. It's just an introduction of who I am and what I want to really um, dive into within my myself and within future people on this uh, podcast. But um, I hope you subscribe to this. I hope you listen to this. I hope you just really get a lot of information out of this because I know definitely this will help you um, just have more clarity in your life. And hopefully my story will be a good story for you to really, um, listen to everything that's going on in your head and hopefully you figure out all that wonderful stuff. And, um, all my friends that know me know I love to talk and very chatty. So this actually works out (laughs) perfect that, um, I'm having my own podcast and I can definitely share a lot of things with um, myself that I've gone through and that that I think will be good for you guys. And other than that, you know, um, I just want to say thank you to everyone who supported me in starting this podcast. And I can't wait to do episode two with my lovely wife, Adriana Fravel. She doesn't know it yet, but I'm going to ask her to be the first guest on this podcast. And she can talk a little bit about her journey in spirituality and running and everything else. And I think it's going to be a great episode. So definitely uh, come back. Hopefully I can get another episode filmed um, in a week or so. I'm trying to make this like a weekly thing. I know cool down convos. Keith and I have a a kind of a busy schedule with training um, clients and also just our own personal training within running. So it's been very hard for us to sit down and actually have like a weekly podcast but it's perfectly okay. And during the meantime, while we figure that out and the scheduling out, I will be doing this podcast, Dig Deep with Coach B. So just want to say thank you. Um, Definitely come back. We'll make this a weekly thing, and I hope you enjoy every episode from here on out. All right, thanks, guys. Take care. Bye. to another episode of Dig Deep with Coach B. My name is Brandon, and I have my lovely wife, um, Adriana, with me today, as she will be my first guest on this podcast episode, or podcast, I mean. 
<laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Hi. She sounds so nervous, huh? No, not really. <laughs> I'm not nervous. Well, most of you know me as Audie, so if you hear him call me Adriana, that's me. Sorry for all those new listeners out there. Um, she goes by Audie instead, even though someone else told her to go by Adriana Christina, which <laughs> she will never do that. But um, nickname is Audie. And I thought today would be a great episode just to have my lovely wife on here to talk about her own, um, what should I say, her own I gift, guess a, or spiritual awakening also, too. I mean, she could kind of talk a little bit about her story, and um, I thought this would be super fun just to have her first guest. Woo whoop. Woo whoop. So, and of course, we have our lovely dog, Cody. Hopefully, over he here. doesn't bark. He's a big barker. But, if you hear um, him, that's, that's him. He's next to me um, on his little bed. So let's, uh, let's get started. So introduce yourself. Well, well what do you want to know? <laughs> well, tell people about yourself. I really like that question. It's so interesting because it's like different aspects of what you want to know. But um, I've been doing spiritual work now for about six years. Do I really have to tell people how old I am? No, you don't have to tell anyone anything. <laughs> well, but if you would like to open up and share <laughs> more about who you are. I yeah, mean, that's, I mean, it's just a number. I'm 36 years old, so but I look younger than that. So There you go. <laughs> well, my spiritual journey really began, um, or my gifts, I should say, back when I was, I don't know, since I could remember, I've always felt really different compared to other kids or just in general, just having this feeling and never really understanding why. And it's just like I'm seeing spirits or I'm hearing spirits. And at the time, no one, I didn't really have any guidance of anyone telling me that they were spirits or angels or what I was seeing and hearing. And, um, I've been told many times, oh, it's just your imagination or you're just crazy or no. And it just, okay, maybe I'm, I am crazy or maybe it's just my imagination. I believe so. <laughs> or a, a little mixture of the three. Um, but as I prog progressed in the years, I've just noticed, okay, there's like weird things happening or I'm seeing different things going on, but it just kind like, of... Like, I mean, weird, as in, like, a lot of crazy shit would happen with us. Well, that was with, with you later down the road, but, like, on me growing up, like, my house, I'd hear footsteps, or I'd see things, and the only person that believed me was my nephew, Angel, because he would see and experience odd things also. So... Later down the road, it's like I meet Brandon and it's like <laughs> the craziest crap happens. Yeah. What kind of stuff? What do you mean by that? Well, just I've because I had tuned it out so long with my spiritual gifts. I, I tuned it out for the longest time. Didn't really pay much attention to it. I've always been a huge horror junkie. So it's like, oh, like there's something creepy going on. And I kind of had that mindset of more fear-based, but not really understanding more of the spiritual realm. She's actually the one who got me into all that kind of stuff, to be honest with you. Like, I mean, lately we just finished a Dahmer series and that was kind of a trip, but it is kind of funny how females love that shit. I know. it's. I don't know why I like all that stuff, but it's just I try not to really watch any of that type of um programs any anymore just because of certain energies i think it gives out because i was getting weird nightmares and just kind of felt weird after watching those kind of shows so i think i'm gonna stay away from that for, for a little, a little bit. bit yeah just for a little bit i always say that it's like for me a, a when i say stay away it's like maybe two three days and i'm back watching like halloween or something which should be coming out soon enough. Yes. The newest Halloween, which we are excited to 
watch, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Even though she's going to have nightmares that night. No, it's probably you. <laughs> <laughs> I do get nightmares a lot when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, but as an energy, as an energy healer and someone who's taken energy workshops and stuff like that, like what did you gain from that? Because I mean, in essence, you work HR. I mean, you're HR, your yeah. office manager. Yeah, so no, I'm HR now. I used to be an office manager and got promoted to HR. But um, it's just interesting because I have a job where I work with people and not a lot of people know that I'm very intuitive and also pretty psychic. So you can't really lie to someone like me because I'll pick it up right away. And so, and I'm also empathic too. So whenever... I have something going on at work. It's just interesting how I could like tap into people, but it's like, well, I can't really do that because I'm at work and they're going to probably be like, what the heck? <laughs> I think that's happened to both of us, actually. I think um, like my old job with um, that merchandising corporate job, I remember all those times that I would be talking to people and then all of a sudden something just comes through me oh, and, and it was just like getting messages from the above Right. And, and it was weird because I would just, I, I mostly get visions. Um, I see a lot of things. I mean, I do hear things, but it's mostly, I see a lot of things. So half the time I get these visions where I close my eyes for a second and I see like, for example, my boss at that time, Lauren, I remember she was going through something, not sure exactly what it was at that time, but I remember closing my eyes and then I told her like, is this what you look like as a little girl? Did you play in a house that looked like this? Did you end up doing this did you have that and she was like in shock that i like remembered all that and she thought i like looked up everything online or something it was like really <laughs> weird but um it wasn't like that at all <laughs> i wasn't like doing it on purpose or anything it's just sometimes um things just come to me and yeah. i just end up you know spewing the the message out whatever it may be and so um i think really it was audi that got it caught me into um to this whole metaphysics aspect because was it years ago when we both had Emilani as our life coach, she kind of guided us to doing this type of practice for yeah. a while, right? And we both learned from that. We, um, we ended up taking that knowledge, found another couple that kind of explored that a yeah, little bit more. Nick and Audrey, and, definitely our mentors. They've just been great. Yeah, they've been awesome. And um, they kind of go both guided us. And in some sense, we learned how to like do the energy healing. I mean, I guess it actually even started before that because we had Emilani, then we had um, Julia, because then that's when we yeah, met we Julia. And Julia kind of um, gave us all these different tools and other classes to mm -hmm. kind of tap into the, the Reiki energy healing and um, learning how to do like tarot cards and oracle cards and things like that. But then also just learning how to tap into our ability of being these spiritual people that can heal the world. Yeah. And I just think also too, a lot of people don't really know exactly how really I got into where I am now. Um, so back to when I was saying about when I was a kid, flash forward to, I think when we got married, I turned 28 and I had this. Weird, we got married at 20. Tw I was 25. Yeah, I was 26. <laughs> but yeah, so when I turned 28, I don't know why I had, I started having this really weird feeling that I felt like I was going to die when I turned 30. And I didn't tell anybody because I was kind of freaked out and I was just being to myself and I'd get really anxious about it. And then I would just freak out like, I'm going to die when I turn 30. I remember, I remember that. And I think I ended up telling you and I told you, I said, I think I'm going to die when I turn 30. Yeah. And, um, oops, I was away from the mic. She's always away from the mic. She's like super <laughs> nervous right now. So she's like leaning back the whole time. And I'm no, like, I'm just really hot. I'm drinking coffee. We're drinking coffee at what time is there? Right I don't now? even 540 know. 540 in the evening. And uh, we shouldn't be drinking coffee, but you make the best coffee. You need to wake up. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, go but, ahead. Yeah, I just had this really weird feeling, and 
when I turned 30, I kept waiting. Okay, am I, what's going to happen? Well, little did I know that I was going through a spiritual awakening and I didn't have anyone to guide me. I had no one, no one to ask. So what did, what did that spiritual awakening like feel to you? Like explain to the, the people out there, because we, a lot of people online always say I went through a spiritual awakening, but like in reality, it's not like this easy transition where you go from you know here to there it it really does like god Mm -hmm. really does like test you in all aspects of every trauma every fear that you you've had in your life right so like what was like that for you well so for me it was just kind of getting a lot of anxiety attacks not knowing what's going on I just kind of felt like I was going crazy and everything that could go wrong was going wrong. Just with like my job situation, I didn't know at the time I had a different job. I was working as an assistant manager in retail and I just felt like I hit a wall and I was just trying to figure out everything in my life and I just felt really lost. And at the time, I was um, actually a practicing Catholic and now I'm not any more. I found when, once I left, nothing against religion, but I just felt like it wasn't for me. Something felt wrong. And I remember as a kid, even sitting in church and telling my mom, like, I don't agree with that. Or I got in trouble a lot <laughs> in um, catechism classes because I questioned everything. And so I think just for me, God was really pushing me to get out of this comfort zone of what I thought I knew was the way to live life to being more in a mindful practice of living. Yeah. So for me, it's just kind of, I can't really go based on everyone's experiences because everyone has something different. And last year I actually had, um, a really low moment when I had COVID. I think it's the dark night of the soul. I've experienced that. So we could always talk about that in another episode about the dark night of the soul. Yeah. But um, I mean, when COVID hit you, I, I do recall you just kind of like in this like spiral. I mean, A, she went down the rabbit hole, but then B, she was, <laughs> she was um, going through her own, her own stuff. Yeah, so I just went through my own stuff because it's the universe's way of getting you out of this comfort zone of what you think you should be or you're just too comfortable in life, so it's time to to move on. But my spiritual awakening was actually just really finding who I am and I really, I'm still on the path of finding who I am. I mean, What year was that? Like, what year did you really go through that spiritual awakening? Um, That was six years ago. So that was like 20, you're going on like 2016? Yeah, 2016. So you hit yours right before mine. Yeah, and then I just kind of, I picked up books and, you know, at the time we had this like spiritual life coach that helped guided us and then we found Julia. And yeah we've just been meeting all these amazing spiritual people people that are just really helping us out in this community, just really finding more information and having more depth in, in life. Yeah. And so I got into all the metaphor, all the metaphysical, um, areas. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just really, I love doing all the energy work. I love crystals. If you come into our house, I have a meditation room all full of crystals. I just love all my crystals. Yeah, that room keeps changing. I know. <laughs> I keep changing the altar, or keep changing different things. You keep changing everything in that room. First it was just a second room, and then I end up building like a library full of our spiritual books and things like that. And then it ends up being my closet because Audie's closet takes up everything. So that ends up being my closet. And then... Um, it was a place that we actually did energy healing, which mm-hmm. we have space now to. Yeah, we could definitely redo that. can. So if you ever feel like you need 
like to rebalance your chakras, let one of us know because we definitely have space in our room to to do that. Yeah. You know, which we'll probably get into detail a little bit later down the episode. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> just throw that out there, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's kind of funny because I think I went, I think my spiritual awakening was like 2018. That was 30, I was 33. Did you ever think when I was getting into all the metaphysical, did you ever, in the beginning, and you could be honest, did you ever think it was weird? <laughs> no. It's kind of crazy because like people that I worked with, we talked about some of the craziest, scary things I've like, I've seen. Oh, I, not to interrupt you. Oh, he loves to scare you, especially if you're driving in the car. I'll get that. I'll get to that. <laughs> in the car. Well, I mean, we can't just, I don't remember what you're talking about now. Okay. Really? So every time we're going somewhere and it always happens to be in the freaking boonies and it's dark outside. Oh yeah. You're always like, Oh, someone told me this story about this like headless person that I'm like, wait, what? And then you're just going on about different crap that has happened. I tend to do that. And then I'm like sitting in the car scared shitless. Like, why would you tell me that? (laughs) No, I mean like, it's kind of funny because when I look back at everything, you know, remember the college days when like crazy shit would happen Mm -hmm. at my mom's house, which we live with my mom right now currently. Um, and so a lot of crazy shit used to happen here. And then you would never believe me until you witnessed stuff. And then, you know, they had my mom's family, you know, what they believe in and everything. They had to get someone out here and kind of do some, some energy. <laughs> I guess actually it is energy work. Well, they I did. mean, they cleared the energy. Yeah. Um, they did some other crazy shit that we won't talk about. <laughs> um, I wasn't here for that, thank God. I was. But they did a bunch of crazy shit and they kind of let go of that dark energy that was somewhat attached to the house. But, um, yeah, I mean, like I've seen a lot of stuff and I think when audio was like kind of questioning her faith at one point before we even got married, that's when like dark energies oh, would, yeah. would follow, would follow you, but then also started to leech on me because well, you're because you're empathic. I think that's what. Not even happened. just that, but what. Remember well, you're what, sensitive to the energy. Yeah, I remember what they said that like, when people when things, not from this world see you. We'll just say like from above mm-hmm. or whatever it is down below, they see like a, people that are empathic, and super. Um, they're like healers. They call them. Mm-hmm. They shine a different light, right? So like I was shining a different light, so they are probably attracted to me because of that. Because. In reality, like a lot of heavy shit would happen to me um, a lot, even with friends and just the energies they brought over. And even at that time, when my friends would sleep over, we'd be in my room and all of a sudden, like my radio would be going like crazy and nuts. And I'm like, what the heck is going on right now? <laughs> and I didn't really know. And and one of the guys that slept over, his name was Jonathan. Oh, I remember. He, he would be telling me some crazy, crazy stuff. And he'd be like, oh, your dad's here this and that, blah, blah, blah. And so um, it was just kind of a trip, like even at that stage, because I was like maybe 19, like 20, maybe when we were, that's when we, if you can't tell me and Audrey, we've been dating for like 18, yeah. 18 years. So we know each other's life. Like it. <laughs> you know? um, we're going on 11 years married in two weeks. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it's been that long. I know. And so, um, but yeah, yeah, in general, like all this crazy stuff was this happening to both of us. And so when we met Nick and Audrey, we kind of opened up our abilities to like really relearn and restructure everything. And I mean, you've taken more classes than me. I mean, I just took some, some chakra classes. We took some classes to help, um, clear the energy in your home. So mm-hmm. now, now we have the ability, or at least I do, cause Audrey has to finish some of the internship stuff, but I have the ability to go in someone's house and clear the energy um, with our healer. And um, I mean, yeah, I mean, in, in all honesty, like even before we even met Nick and Audrey, we were, we were kind of doing this stuff anyway um, mm-hmm. with our friends. And, you know, some of our friends probably didn't really pay attention to it or didn't really listen to it as much. They probably thought we were a bunch of woo-woo. And so 
bunch of little hippies. <laughs> well, we, we we pretty much are. I used to get offended when someone would be like, "Man, you're kind of a hippie." No, I'm not. But now I'm like, "Yeah, I am." Yeah, we got the Burks. So we're yeah, pretty we hippie got, now. For we sure. got the Burks, right? Yeah, Burks and socks. Um, I don't wear the socks though. I do. Yeah, you do. I don't. Um, but I think that was kind of like the start of this continuation of who we really are. Because then we uh, we also even learned how to do past life regression with Julia. That's mm-hmm. one other aspect that we definitely totally forgot about. But we got certified to be able to do past life and regression. We'll, we're certified in Reiki also. Yeah, so we got like Reiki, past life, mm-hmm. chakra balancing, um, blessing homes. Well, what about like mediumship? Do you ever pick up on, on spirits? I, I tend to turn it off because they'll sometimes keep coming and to me and I, I a lot of times I'm like nope I don't want to really talk to you oh yeah I mean I deal with that shit all the time sorry don't mind my my cracking <laughs> I know I'm, I'm always cracking I know with you. <laughs> everyone that knows me at the gym I work at a gym knows that I crack a lot um there's spiritual meanings behind that by the yeah, way yeah probably um there's a spiritual meaning behind everything so people that are non-believers we have a holy bible of the energies in your body and what they mean and so my cracking has to do with something, which I definitely need to look at one more time. Um, there's a great book out there. I don't even know who the author is, um, but we bought it. But then we also learned stuff from Louise Hay, which she passed mm-hmm. on. But she definitely taught us um, about the energies and how you can really use the words, um, your own words, pos- positive words to kind of change your, your energy and your body. I mean, she literally tested this on herself and she kind of, what did she like cure cancer from her body or something yeah, like she that did. a couple yeah. times or something. And, um, but yeah, there is a spiritual meaning behind everything like that. Um, but yeah, for, for that kind of stuff, ghosts and spirits, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel them all the time. It's just what I do with it is, um, it's a whole nother th- choice. I mean, you turn yours off. I don't even turn mine off. Mine's always gone. It seems like, like even at the gym, I'll be training someone and then I just feel guided to like give them a lot of this information. And even some of my clients will even ask me a bunch of questions about like people or situations or careers or whatever it may be. And I think that's why a lot of people and I um, just click and even because we have our own business, right? We have Mm -hmm. a coaching business. We do mindset. We do online programming. Um, I'm a running coach and a certified trainer. And so she's got certified not long ago. So she's now she's starting to tap into that ability of helping friends out. But I would say actually, I would say actually, yeah, I actually, uh, I keep it open. I really don't close it. I, I tend I, to close it a lot. Yeah. I mean, you get, I don't want to say bothered by it, but after a while, cause our brother-in-law, Matt really talks about that too. And how, when he drinks, that's when they come to him. And he's literally scared some people at the bar of like, hey, your grandpa or whoever it may be is telling you this, this, and this. And, you know, half of them are like probably shocked. Mm-hmm. And even with me, like when we, before we became certified with everything with Julia and that program, like I was doing readings, you know, and I would pick up on the stuff and have these visions. And those people that I did the practice on were like, what the freak? Like, that's so crazy, you know? <laughs> I know. It's so funny when you'd come home and you'd tell me, oh, yeah, this happened at work. And I told this person this and um, all this stuff came to me about about them. I'm like, oh, interesting. That's cool. So that's what I, I like. I think I'm, it's easier when yeah. it's relatable, right? Because like think about like my first clients when we first started the business. Yeah. I like I was guiding them through the same shit that I was dealing with. Like I was dealing with crazy heavy anxiety and depression at one point, all that stress from my last job caused me to like stay home for months at a time. I didn't remember I would have panic attacks going to like yeah. Trader, Trader Joe's, you know, like we didn't really know what it was. And then I stopped running for a little bit, which seems kind of crazy because everyone that knows me knows I run a lot. And so, um, I think yeah. that was just your spiritual awakening. That oh, for was, sure was definitely, moments leading up to what the universe what your plan is what your purpose is yeah it needed to be fulfilled and that's exactly what will happen to you 
Well, that's what's happening right now. I mean, like we're still, a lot of people think like when you go through like any type of awakening, you think it's like a one-time deal. A one-time deal. You you pop a pill and you're good, you know, and it's really not like that at all. It's, it's like you get pushed forward and then you get, take a couple steps back because there's something else you need to learn from that. Right. And unhealed trauma. And, um, and I had a lot of trauma, like as a kid, I dealt with a lot of crazy shit. Um, as a kid going from, you know, uh, sexual abuse to going and having, um, um, my dad dying at three. So like every time I felt like I went forward, I went, I went back a little bit and then it went forward, then it went back. And so, um, you know, when we go through these awakening stages, you know, you, you get to stage one and you get to stage two. And then sometimes something happens to stage two where God universe is like, up, oh, you got to relearn this. And then we take a couple steps back. You know, it's like the whole ricochet effect that Audrey always talks about, mm-hmm. you know, like you're good for a little bit. And then all of a sudden, you like, slap, you, yeah, you, you slap, slap back. back. Yeah, you, know? you do and, the slap back. And so with Audrey, she kind of gave us a lot of these tools to help, you know, hone down, you know, our ability to control a lot of these choices that we make in life. And I think right now we're at that choice. Well, I also think too, the reason why I think, especially if you're going to get into this kind of work based on everything that we've learned, if you want to help other people, you first need to really heal yourself first before you, you put yourself in a position to heal, to heal others because but sometimes you go through your own healing while you no, help you do people. but i'm just saying based on a person that we had we don't need to say who it is but the person that we trusted in the past that was supposed to help us with our healing journey ended up being batshit crazy and made everything worse for us so clearly this person wasn't in a position to be any form of a spiritual or a healer and the fact that they would tell literally told you i could heal you from your anxiety that is like the biggest fucking red flag but we didn't know at the time but if you ever go to an energy reading uh, anybody that's in this realm and they tell you i'm gonna heal you run for the fucking hills because the only person that could heal you is yourself having faith in the divine God creator, whatever you want to call, call it, but you have the ability to heal yourself and someone that is a healer, therapist, or anybody is there to facilitate, to help. They're just there guiding you to yeah, making to sure give you that tools to, you're good to go. Your trauma to heal. But in reality, you like you, the person have to do the work. Yeah. Like, and we still, me and you still, yeah. Are learning that. I mean, we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. We're not sitting there like, hey, you gotta do this. This is the five steps. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like nothing, nothing even close to that, right? It's it's more of like we we deal with our own stuff and our own gunk. And we're we're constantly cleaning our body of all that kind of stuff, right? And you know, thank God we have friends that support us and help us with that. Like Keith is always on my on my butt about Hey, like you got to believe in yourself. Like you got to believe that you're a great runner. You know, I got this 50 mile race coming up in two months and this month is going to be hell of just nonstop hard training every week. And he's like, you got to believe in yourself, dude. And, and I've been slowly building that confidence within myself. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, when you have someone there that knows who you are, that knows your ability of overcoming a lot of things, you know, like people like that will help you overcome um, and give you that push that you need so you don't ricochet back. I mean, you you triple A's, the other two <laughs> A's here, Alyssa and Alicia. Uh-huh. My buddies. Um, they pretty much, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you guys talk about a lot about stuff in general and how to overcome stuff. And, you know, we all deal with our own issues. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of good to have friends to lean on that can definitely, you know, push you in that right direction because, in all aspects, like every reading I ever did for someone when they were at a crossroads, they were like, I could see it in my head. It was like, you got to make the left turn, you know, but you are making the right turn. And sometimes you have to make the right turn to eventually realize like, oh, I need to go back and go this path instead. And Mm -hmm. that's what we went through. We went through 
a lot of that stuff at a younger age. And I think that's why our relationship um, is so much better now because of those ups and downs and, you know, little roller coasters of craziness at some point, you know, um, <laughs> I, it's normal. I mean, there, no relationship is ever going to be perfect. I know I'm just very grateful that in our relationship, you like, I'm, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I'm just very thankful and grateful to have you be accepting of who I am and the fact that you know, we were both um, pra- practicing Catholics at the time. And when I well, went through my spiritual awakening... Yeah, I didn't judge you on that. I mean, I still yeah. practice it. Well, no, it's fine. But I just personally... I, I don't know what how how to say it. I just... I don't practice religion. She just, she, I'm more spiritual. Yeah, I mean, it's not even about that. It's like she does other forms of connecting to God. Yeah, whatever. Is what she is probably trying to say. Yeah. You know, I, I still practice some of that stuff. I still pray the rosary. I still do a lot of things that help, you know, keep me in tune with, with God. And, yeah. You know what I mean? I hear it all the time, like, pick up pick up this Bible and read this page. And that's totally okay. But you know, like, I think you just have to find your connection within, within yourself your, mm-hmm. within yourself, and do what feels um, good to you. No, so what I'm just trying to say is, like, I'm so glad that I'm you not judging you on anything. Yeah, you didn't judge me. You didn't freak out. Like, what do you mean you're not Catholic anymore? It's just you accepted who I was. And I I thank you for that because you, you really let me go into this journey of discovering who I am as a person. And I mean, some of the stuff I believe in could be a little like super out there. For some people, like if I go into talking about like different beings, channeling, um, just different stuff that I'm like into, Akashic Records, just yeah. Um, but no, brain- there's no there's no judgment on this podcast, and that's you know it's it's funny because a lot of um, people don't see me as this type of person; they only see me as this funny, goofy, fun-loving young kid at heart, you know, at the gym. Um, but a lot of people didn't even know I did this stuff. So it's been kind of a, a trip that people have been coming up to me and be like, dude, I just listened to your first welcome podcast. And it's like, a, so cool. You know, I'm like, so happy for you. And, um, girl, just don't talk to my wife. <laughs> She's yeah. out there. No, no. <laughs> like, please don't talk to her. She's a little weirdo. Uh, no. And it's, and it's good. Like, it's good to have that support. Cause it was like coming out of, like my old self of like judgment, right? We all deal with self judgment. And I think, you know, I judge myself way too much, even as a coach, like even when I program people and even when I train people, sometimes I question like, are you even getting a good workout? Are they even getting a good run in? Are they enjoying this? But then I look back at like the way they look or and the way they're, by the, the, the way, way their you, times are. are you really help people. I, I, I think I just, I guide people is what I like to say. I guide them through whatever it may be. And but you don't give yourself, this is something I always tell Brandon, you don't give yourself enough credit because I see his clients. I'm like, holy shit, look at that. Look at her. She's freaking lost like so much weight. And I'm telling him, whoa, like she looks amazing. Sometimes when I see some of his clients. These are like my private clients. Yes, yeah, so I'll be seeing them. Oh my God, like you lost so much weight. And it's like, I'm so excited and it's not about losing weight or anything, but I'm just seeing because I see some of these people when they've talked to Brandon and I've been around, they've talked to him about their fitness goals and what they want to look like. So when I see results, I like immediately say something because it's just awesome and Brandon's too... Too nice about it. Too everything. nice about it. Like, no, I don't know. I'm like, Brandon, look at them. Like, how do you like, or your clients, the ones that run faster. I'm like, whoa, look at that. Like, I just see even like when you train your, um, your younger clients, the ones that are kids to teenagers, and I'm seeing a, a different confidence level in that person. Like, wow, like that person, not only did you help them physically, but I could see them mentally that there's like a huge change in somebody. Yeah. 
I mean, you really should give yourself more credit. On I that. should give myself a pat in the back, which I'll do right now. <laughs> you can't you can't see it, but I give myself a pat in the the back. You right really now. should, and I just think it's just amazing. Not I'm not telling you this because you're my husband, but I just feel like you just need to hear it. Thank you. And that's probably also your spirit guides that are in the room that are telling me things. See, things happen. This is this is us on a daily basis. Oh, I'm hearing that this your spirit is telling me to tell you this, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. This is like an ongoing thing, you know? We constantly will be driving and then we hear something and then we start talking about it and then we figure out, okay, what's really causing these issues or what's causing this, you know? I think like one of the first people, you know, Keith, like I kind of helped Keith in some sense of from a spiritual context, you know what I mean? Like I got Keith out, mm-hmm. you know, running from roads to trail, right? And then we did a lot of spiritual talks and a lot of things like that. We kind of were, were very relatable mm-hmm. in a lot of topics. And then I just remember like, you know, sometimes we had these moments and he would be like, man, thanks for that that confidence or thanks for, um, gi- I mean, giving me the confidence, but thanks also for like just guiding him in some sense, you know? And I always feel guided to help people out in any any aspects, you know, even when we do workouts, like I'll literally feel people's energy when we go work mm-hmm. out. I'm like, okay, like they're definitely not going to be doing this today, <laughs> you know, so I'll, cha- I'll change everything. And you know that. And yeah, all my clients know that when we train, I'm like, hey, you feel a little tired today. I don't think you could do this type of run, you know, like Scott, for example, you know, I could tell when he's exhausted sometimes. I'm like, okay, I definitely don't want to push him that hard today if he's not feeling it because that could cause more problems down the road with injuries and stuff like that so like i've kind of been able to feel people's energy and how they are and you know oh always- you could for sure feel people's energies it's kind of interesting with how with being so tuned in with <laughs> with our abilities it's like the minute i'll walk in and bring, what's wrong so that's always interesting like there's in our marriage it's like we're both have our abilities so it's like we both could pick up on what's going on what happened today and it's like how the hell and i mean in the beginning you used to be like what the hell like how does he know but then it's like oh no i know because i do it too like just having this knowing and i think you and i were just so like tuned like i think the other day we're at the gym we both started singing the same song that we had in our head yeah true so it's just I think, interesting. I think we all have that ability, though. Like people listening to this episode, you know, well, um, we you, do. You, you out there, whoever's listening to this, hopefully millions of people. Just kidding. <laughs> well, um, hey, we can manifest. We can just, manifest no, that, no, right? No, just kidding. We'll but, manifest um, it. You know, like you have that ability to really, really tap into yourself. I mean, like we've always said it from the beginning. Um, you make that choice. And if you really want to dig into like who you are as a person, I mean, like every every person that has gone through something, you know, may have gotten something from a book, a spiritual book, or listened to something that kind of got them motivated. Yeah, you know, so they started to see things and feel things. And you'll see more people nowadays open up about that. But in, in reality, like, the shit that you're going through, you have to like, look at it from a standpoint of like, what's causing that issue within myself. And when you kind of figure that out, you'll be able to kind of hone down who you are as a person because a lot of us are like zombies like walking zombies in life and we just don't know um you know we just don't know what we're going to do with ourselves and no. like and you know and there's a lot of talk especially during covid covid brought down a lot of people people really like the depression was like high anxiety was like really high yeah. people couldn't social um interact with their loved ones because of the whole mandate and stuff like that. So it really did change the energy around. And I think I was the only one who didn't really get it. I mean, like in essence, I didn't really care. I was like, Oh, perfect. I'm being paid to like be closed. <laughs> the, the gym was closed, you know, for this time frame. I was like, cool. I could refocus. It was like a reset for me. I could refocus. Definitely was a reset, you know? And for, for some people it was just every day still. Cause they woke up, you know, feeling blessed and happy and grateful that they're able to, um, do what they're doing. Right. But a a lot of people were kind of pushed out of, you know, their comfort zone of like, this is what it is. And I remember just me and Donnie would be running every day 
right? We run like in the mornings because he was like, I don't have to be at work till eight o'clock and he was working from mm-hmm. home. And so we go running at like 6.30, go for like a five mile loop. He get home. And that was like my routine with Donnie. And then all of a sudden, you know, me and Keith started running a lot together and we were having, this is where we had these conversations that kind of helped us out of our own comfort zones, right? And then all of a sudden we started learning how to do energy healing more and doing all this stuff. And it's been two years since we've been like certified with Nick and Audrey, but a lot longer with Julia and Milani. And I think in, um, in essence, like you have the ability to really tap into who you really are as a person and how to overcome those struggles and those obstacles that you have in your life. And that's what I like to like talk about. And I feel like a lot of people that know me know I'm like the therapist at work. I feel, I feel like I need like an office back there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, because I can definitely tap into a lot of people's ability of like, hey, like do this instead. Or I think you should try this in your life. I think you should go out there. Like I literally have these conversations with people on the daily of like, do what you like. What's your bigger picture? Like, why are you here at the gym? Yeah. Like, what do you want to do? Like, I kind of guided some of the, even the trainers of just like, I think you should start your own business and start doing this and that because that's what I hear. But a lot of it is just the comfort of, oh, well, I got this somewhat steady job. I'm making this much money. You well, know. A lot of people will be comfort- comfortable with where they're at. And that's fine. But if stuff starts to happen, that's because the universe is trying to push you out of your comfort shell. But also um, another thing um, if you don't sometimes have somebody to talk to or you don't feel yet comfortable going and getting a reading done or anything, a lot of this stuff comes from within and having your abilities. We're all born with it. So for you, it's going to come easy. But for me, I have to meditate every day. Like I, if I don't meditate, I definitely notice a complete difference. It's kind of like... The way I would see if I don't meditate, I'm kind of grumpy or or things are off. So if you really want to start tapping into your abilities, the first thing I would say is just really meditate. If you can't meditate in silence, one thing you could do is um, do guided meditations or using um, certain beats. Like I love to use frequencies when I meditate. So just there's plenty of different plenty of tools. tools out there for you to like really tap into that yeah so you know what i mean so i mean that's what she does it every day sometimes i'll walk home or I'll, I'll come in after a long run i'll walk in the house and then i'll see her in the room just meditating and then sometimes i'll i'll do it with her and sometimes i'll just let her do her own thing you know because <laughs> walking ro- up like covered in crystals <laughs> yeah, I, she has a that's whole just how i meditate vibe. but i have crystals on right now i have crystals next to me it's just Crystals give off a certain certain energy that um, they're God. God created them for us, so I just use every tool that God and we, gives us, and we us. use them for our chakra. Yeah, for healing, our chakras, for balancing. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. a lot of crystals take some of that energy. You know, and it's good. I mean, it's really super awesome to use that as a a tool to help out people. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think overall we've learned how to like tap into that and how to somewhat heal ourselves. I mean, we're still going through the whole transition ourselves of really trying to dig deep down, you know, that's why I think this podcast is kind of a funny name when you (laughs) dig deep, (laughs) dig deep with coach B. Right. And, um, that it was a reason why, I mean, there's a reason why I like to talk a lot and all you guys out there that know me know I'm pretty chatty with anyone and everyone at any place. Um, and so it was a good way for, for me just to like speak, the truth of who I am and not really hide myself anymore. And yeah, I'm glad that you're finally out there. And also for me too, because I think a lot of times I tend to hide my abilities. What was that? You tend to hide who you are. I really do. And it's like, I'm just trying to, well, I'm not trying to, I am getting out of this shell because again, back to when I was a kid, like I think it's like what you said, the whole judgment aspect, that part of me still kind of gets a little like, uh, well, everyone would, would tell me that I'm hearing things, I'm making up things, but I wasn't. I That's how, yeah. yes, I am different because I'm in tuned with 
with who I am. I'm in tune with God. Yeah. And it's like, if I'm hearing messages, that's totally okay. Does it make you crazy? I remember, I think it was three years ago, I went out to dinner with my cousin Monica and we were talking and she told me, I'm so glad to see that you're, you know, you're opening up who you are as a person because I, I sometimes will post things on social media and I was like, oh, well, thank you. And she said, yeah, my mom would always say um, that you had these powerful gifts and I was just like, wait, what? Your mom would say that? She's like, yeah, my my mom would tell me that you have that you're that you would see ghosts and you would hear things and she didn't understand why your parents didn't believe you so i i started crying because i mean i i'm getting emotional about it now because it's just kind of like wow all these years of growing up i was told that i'm making up crap or i'm crazy my aunt saw my abilities and that meant a lot and it, at that moment it made me realize why am I afraid of hiding who I am but now the reason why I sometimes hide who I am it's not because yeah part of it a little bit is the judgment but I think more of it is it's kind of I sometimes freak myself out because I'll think of things or like I had a friend that recently had an aunt that passed away. And before they told me, I was like, the, their aunt is going to pass away on this date around this time. And I didn't tell that to my friend because I was like, I'm not going to say anything because you also got to have bedside manners in this kind of stuff. Of course. And I get a text a few days later and it was what I heard. And it freaked, I was like, man, this is freaking, it freaked me out. And so that's why I think I tend to kind of still bury it because some of the things that come and I'm not really scared of if spirits or something happens, if I see them, like I still really want to physically see one in form, but I just, the way I guess I'm like clairvoyant as I see them through my third eye. So it's kind of like visions that I get, but I would personally, I'm like, Please appear in front of me. Please appear in front of me. But I did see one actually. She's like the one that's like, I want to see everything. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm so curious. And I'm like, well, I've seen a lot of shit. And um, it's not what you think. Well, I did see one, which I know one of our one of my spirit guides is Moses. And I woke up around three something in the morning. And in the corner of the bed, I saw Moses. Yeah. And it's like. Oh, I wasn't scared. I was just like, interesting. And I, I went know. back to bed. It's kind of funny because I was I was doing this David Goggins challenge, right? Um, four miles every four hours for 48 hours, right? And me, Donnie, Heather Mason, Melanie ran a little bit with us. I think, did you run a little bit with us one time? I don't. Hell I, nah. No. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> No, wait, I did. I went to the trail. Just kidding. I yeah. did. <laughs> and I think you did a little bit with us, right? And um, I did yeah. my own thing. Yeah. But it was it was kind of funny because during that time frame, I was listening to a Rich Roll podcast and it happened to be the episode with Tommy, Tommy Ribs. And, you know, he almost died from this whole cancer thing that he was dealing with um, during what, 2020? Was it that time? 20? Yeah, 2020. And so everyone was like, holy shit, man, like. Well, if he stays alive, he's just like this super happy kind of guy that runs and he's part of the iFit trainer club. And um, when he was going through all that, I was like, holy shit, man. I, and I knew he was going to survive. Um, but he was talking about his story and like he had like this near death experience aspect to everything while he was in that coma. And he was talking about like what he saw up there and what he experienced. And even Rich was like, whoa, that's kind of a, a trip. You know, and because he was explaining that, like, when you're up there, like, time doesn't even really exist. He was just kind of mentioning, like, he had this, like, happy feeling where, you know, he could see stuff from far away and he can feel the energies of uh, of God. And then I was like, and then that's when I had, like, a little mini panic attack. That was this year, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was this year. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I started to think about death and I started to think about what he was talking about. And I was like, well, there's nothing to fear. Right. Yeah. 
And, but we, but we create, but we kind of create these fears in our head of like, we know it's not going to happen, but we create it because we were kind of programmed in some sense to believe that. And we've learned over the time, over years and years and years that, um, it's really just like, it's a mindset thing of like, whatever you put in your head, all that all the junk, you know what I mean? Like I could watch Dahmer, for example, and be like, <laughs> okay, you know, but there's I some people. I fell asleep on it because I was tired, so it just some, doesn't affect me But some me people when I watch get it. affected at Well, nighttime. I do at nighttime when I'm asleep because it's Sometimes I do and sometimes I don't, right? That it gives off. But, you know, I think in general, it's just, yeah, it's kind of funny how we go through all these different changes and I think it's good that we go through them and we've done them together and, you know, um, well, that with the near-death experience, you had me listen to that podcast, and I actually had a near-death experience. We both did. We so, actually both did. So. Yeah, but with mine, I was in a really bad car accident, and it's just so weird. Like when you're when Tommy talked about how time doesn't exist, it really like felt like eternity when I got in this bad car accident when I was making a right t- no left turn and some huge suburban ran a red light. And like, it was just slow motion, the way everything happened. And when I saw that, it was, I guess if you're going to, when they, when people talk about, like, I always hear spiritual or I don't know, it doesn't have to be spiritual, but you always hear about people talking about when you're in that moment of death, you don't feel anything. You accept it. And you accept it. And I went into accept it mode and... I was sitting in my car and I just remember saying, oh shit, I'm about to fucking die. And it's like weird, like memories started like coming up, like things that I don't even remember. It was like flashes of memories that came and then I got hit, but it was weird. Like I felt like something was in my car, like totally, definitely my car. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <Did> you crack. <laughs> cracking. <laughs> You crack and I breathe loud. So if you hear loud breathing, it's me. <laughs> like, hey, Arnold, hey, that Arnold kid. kid. Um, but yeah, I was just in the, the car and I just remember like something was definitely in the car with me. Of course. And I just remember my car, like something took a hold of my wheel and the way my car, like, I don't know. It's so weird how like the airbags, everything came on. And my car like screeched and I was like looking around like, oh my God, I'm still alive. And my car, it was so weird like how I was able to pull over the guy that came out. He saw my car and even the CHP that came. Everyone's very surprised. Everyone's surprised. They're like, how did you get out of this car with no scratches? I had nothing. I came out like nothing had happened but it was just a very traumatic experience and you overcame that for me i mean i recently was getting a lot of anxiety while driving and i didn't know until i got i went to therapy for my bad um anxiety with driving with audrey but i it's still i did all the tools when i drive and i would start like having i would start sweating and i would start like getting nervous and it's very odd it always would happen driving down the grade and I went to Nick who does hypnosis and um it was a very trippy experience how when he did hypnosis in that moment like I went back to the car accident but it was weird like definitely kind of interesting when you go through that stuff it is and he basically I felt like when I was in the hypnosis state I felt like my body shake and something came back in me or something right well so i asked him i was like whoa like i felt like i jolted and something entered my body and he explained to me that part of me the energy stayed behind in the car accident and he had to pull that energy back to me and that's why the healing sessions are so powerful because when you're rebalancing your chakras right well it um, wasn't a chakra session but but i'm just saying like when you rebalance your chakras you rebalance yourself it's like the yin and yang, you know, you kind of rebalance yourself because we go through a lot of things and we carry a lot of energies from people, Mm -hmm. especially as trainers, such as healers and stuff like that. So, I mean, you had this traumatic experience in your life and they kind of brought it back. Yeah. He brought back the energy that needed to be put back in place. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, damn, we could go on forever. About I know this. we really can. I guess we're gonna have to do a, a part a, two, a part two episode of this. Because <laughs> so, we're does that mean close. I'm the guest next yeah. week <laughs> again? <laughs> we'll see what the listeners say. No, just kidding. Uh, we joke around like this all the time. Um, yeah, we're getting close to that that stage where we probably should stop, um, and then we can probably do a part two because there's so much about us even more about us and our experiences and stuff like that. But, um, and even our dog, <laughs> even our dog is intuitive. <laughs> yeah, I know. And we can even talk about that in another future episode, but you know, I just want to say thanks babe for uh, coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. To this episode with me. Second episode, number two with my lovely wife. Um, and we'll definitely chat a little bit more down the road about this kind of stuff. Um, my name is coach B Brandon. And this is Adi. So thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Definitely um, subscribe to this. Let your friends know, let your family know. Anyone who you feel would be good for this, definitely let them know. And we'll put all, uh, all that Instagram stuff and the notes and all that kind of stuff. So if you want to keep in contact with the question, let us know. And there's Cody. All right, see you guys. See ya. Bye.